All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast, episode 134, and it is decision day in the NBA, June 24th. Players must let their respective teams know if they're going to show up to Orlando or not. We are going to break down the players that are going, the ones that are staying, and there's been a spike in COVID cases through the NBA. So follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick that intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple, Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. It's the follow through with clips and Drew, the true players broadcast, episode 134. Yep. We're doing this a little early today on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Drew has to play his 18 holes of golf today. He's got his Sunday reds on. Man, it's but it's not red. I'm looking. Yeah, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, it's also not Sunday. You only wear the red on Sunday. It's the closing day. Uh, I'm excited. I, I mean, this is the first time I've been able to play golf. I've been out to the driving range a couple times, but. You ain't hit the links in a minute. No, January is the last time I played, Ooh. and so I'm I'm pumped. I'm gonna play like shit. I know it, but it, you know, maybe a couple Budweisers will ease the pain. You, <laughs> you got the Tiger Woods hat on. I do with the wings coming out the sides. Still no haircut. Well, I see the hair. Yeah, it's an issue. <laughs> like this hat barely fits on my head. It now looks it looks good though because the hair is pushing it. You know, to the to the max capacity of the of the. Uh, this is the one, the, like the flex fit hat. Those are my favorite. And Why don't they make them that anymore? I don't know, man. Well, everything's snapback now. I, I mean, know. that's the that's the style. I mean, do you remember, like back in the day when, like when we were younger, when if you had a snapback, it was like you were like a weirdo. Yeah, because you it didn't was all have about the, fit. the fitted. You it didn't was have all pro fitted. Exactly, it was all going to like lids and, and spending you know forty bucks on a hat, forty bucks each hat for all. They all had to be fitted. My issue with fitted hats is I had a bunch of fitted hats, but right. It, I never had the right size. It was like seven uh, and one fourth fit one year. Right. Then it was seven and three eighths. And now it's like in between where I can't even, if I wear it straight, the ears are popping out. Right. You wear it backwards. It's too tight. Right. So snap back and flex fits the only way to go. Yeah. And anyway, so, I mean, this is perfect for golf. I mean, cause it just kind of, it's nice and light. Uh, yeah, t- I'm, re- I'm repping Tiger. I'm hoping that Got your polo on. I'm hoping that yeah, his presence will help me on the on the links. But you know, it's not likely. I'm I'm just gonna enjoy the day. I mean, it looks like a beautiful day here, a little overcast, which is kind of ideal for being outside. But I'm I'm pumped to actually get outside. I'm, this will be the longest time I've been outside. <laughs> 
in a long time. It'll be you know four hours of me just outside. So that would be nice. You should just soak it in. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm considering not even keeping score, but I know my competitive self. I'll probably end up keeping score the whole time. Let's just hope you beat your mom. I no, that's not even a question. <laughs> like my my folks are good. At, you know, they can play, but they're not. I wouldn't say they're 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 not proficient golfers. Dude, my whole energy has shifted this week. Yeah. Big change in clips. What happened? Well, it started Thursday with the haircut. I couldn't take it anymore. First haircut. First haircut, legit haircut. Wow. In three months. I bet that felt good. Well, first of all, I thought it was Wednesday when my girl was going to be there, uh -huh. but it was actually Thursday. And so I didn't know either one of the barbers. And I'm just like, you know, fuck it. I'm here. I'm just going to get one. And it'd been so long since I'd like had a conversation with a woman that I didn't know what the hell to talk about. Like right. She'd asked me all these questions and I was just like, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I had no idea sure. what to do. She Social had, interaction is different now. It was definitely difficult, <laughs> but she cut my hair really nice. And I felt like a new man. I came home. I made a little Instagram post. It's like, yo, energy shift right now. But I feel right. You know, your, your, your head looks right. It looks good in the Thinner. hat. Anytime you get the hair cut, it, it always thins out the head. My head looks very fat right now. You you have a fat head. I have right a now? very large. I don't think so. With the beard and the hair coming out, it looks okay. I mean, I think I'm pulling it off so far, but it just I know every time I get it cut, it goes down. You know, I, I drop it down to like a three on the sides mm -hmm. or whatever, maybe a two on the sides, and it's I just I I just immediately look thinner on my face. It's just everything fits better. Yeah, especially when you have a beard and you have somebody that can properly <laughs> trim a beard, right, right? Right. But after that, felt great. Then I get the news that 24 Hour Fitness is going to open oh. on Monday, which was two days ago. That's a big boost. It was a big boost, and it was a little weird because they they open the facilities, and they're like, you have to do it through this app. So this is really cool, Drew. I think you I think you'll appreciate this. So not everyone can just like go and like just walk go, in, right? Like you know, 3 p.m. at our gym or 4 p.m. at our gym is the most packed it ever is. Every douchebag in the world is there. Every girl's there to be seen. Everybody's on the basketball court trying to hoop. I hated going at four o'clock, but that's when our runs were. Right? right. So I scheduled, you have to schedule out blocks, like reserve your time. And it goes from 9 a.m. They're not open 24 hours anymore. Sure. It's 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. And they have all these different slots open. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to schedule 5 p.m. for yesterday. One of my girls, Heather, hits me up and says, dude, there you can play. Like there's a guy in there shooting. I said, bullshit. Everybody's told me there's no way that you'll be able to play. So I said, dude, I'm going to be able to hoop. It'll happen. Yeah. So my block was at five o'clock and dude, this is so perfect. Literally 40 people. I think they, so all, they cap it. They cap, I think they cap the it number 50. of people that can be in there at once. Right. And we have a big gym. This is a super sport. This right. So, a, yeah. It's big. a big spread out gym. We have a full court NBA court. Like it's, it's money. Um, and there was, there was literally probably 40 to 50 people there out of the, the 60 treadmills we have, there were four people on. Everybody was on the free weights. Right. But then our basketball gym was converted. One half court, the far half court was converted into like spin cycle cycles. There was like 20, 20 bikes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The and stationary the, bikes. Yeah. And then on our baseline, there was like like 10 row machines, but a full half court, right? So, yeah, you had you had two baskets open, like the side basket and the, and the main. Side, the far side basket and then our main uh, southern hoop right? right right and i asked the guy when i walked in hey can we hoop like what's the deal he's like nah basketball we're not allowed basketball and i said well when, when's that going to change and i brought my rock like i always do and he said we don't know we're not we didn't get updates on it and this guy knows i'm the basketball guy he's been i've been going to that gym forever so i'm like fuck can't play so whatever get on the treadmill but i don't the gym's wide open and there's a tall white boy in there shooting right yeah so i peek my head in i'm like yo bro what's the deal they say you can hoop 
And he said, they didn't tell me I couldn't. So I said, all right, fuck it. Yeah. It's on, bro. Yeah, right. Broke out the rock. He took off. I got to shoot all by myself for an hour. Energy shit. Amazing. Drew. It felt so it's nice. like going to church. Dude. And you forget I had a conversation with our boy, my boy Kai last night. And, you know, I know this is taking up a lot of time, but it's these little things, dude, that we take for granted. It's the haircut. It's the actually going to a restaurant and eating. It's the, the basketball that, you know... The, the week prior to COVID, you're like, I'll play next week. You know, I can, sure. I can take a couple of days off. Playing the sport that you love to play every single day, it meant so much to me last night. And you forget, this was the best part. I got home at like 6.30, sore as hell, because you can't st- – <laughs> like if you, want, <laughs> if you want to take up 15 minutes of your hour to stretch. Right, right, right. You know, most people were stretching outside, so I didn't stretch. I just went right to the court and started playing, get my workout in. I came home, and you missed that after gym – shower right where you're sweaty and stanky and you get out of the shower and you're like damn i feel good right yeah 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 ate dinner it's like 9 15 i'm like dude i'm i'm going to bed like i'm tired (laughs) it's a full day full day so it's just really exciting to be able to do that i hope that you know we're going to be able to do that at some point here i'm sure they won't let us like play two on two or yeah i I would imagine that they probably are watching and if if it's just one guy out there they're maybe not you know not going to because it's only an hour, right? So right. like, there's a limit on how long you can be in there. My guess is that if there's any kind of like one-on-one, two-against-two kind of stuff, that's just not gonna mm-hmm. that's not gonna fly. But the, I mean, on on some other news, like I, there's other courts around Orange County and San Diego outside that have been reopened. So there's there's other spots for us to go, which is nice too to be outside as well. I mean, you don't have to, again, I don't, I, I don't intend on playing five on five. It was also really <laughs> nice these, to see girls in workout gear oh, bro, yeah, yeah, working yeah. out. Like it was just really good. The whole vibe was money and there's no time to bullshit. You have one hour. Yeah. You get know, to our, it. Our boy Dom would not thrive in this setting <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? Some he pe- likes to be at the gym. He likes to be at the gym talking to people. There's no time to talk. Anyways, what we got to talk about 36 days from today The NBA season is supposed to resume, and every single day there's something new. We got Jokic with COVID. We got Brogdon with COVID. We got Ariza not playing. We got Bradley not playing. We got Demarcus Cousins supposedly, you know, not letting himself in. Bertrand's Bertrand's not playing. playing. So let's kind of dive into that really quick. Sure. And the first thing I want to say is every single day, Florida looks more and more scary. Yeah. They got 5,000 new cases of COVID. We're bringing the whole NBA, not the whole NBA, 70% of the NBA down there. Um, I know players are getting a little more scared. We're seeing. So Jokic got COVID supposedly from hanging out with the top tennis player in Slovenia? Serbia. Serbia, excuse me. I should know that. That's that's actually um, Novak Djokovic is from Serbia. So he's been there. And in that country, they have not really done anything as far as restricting their population. So it's kind of like normal shit. Like they were playing soccer Mm -hmm. uh, when all the other leagues shut down. Their soccer league continued and they still let fans in. They had full fans in, in all of their arenas. So you know, this is not a surprise. Uh, it, it came back. So not only Jokic, who was hanging out with that tennis guy, Djokovic, there was another guy, another tennis player who, after hanging out in Serbia, is positive for the corona. So, I mean, this is, for all the good news that we thought was going to accompany Jokic's weight loss. That's all we talked about. <laughs> I mean, like, damn, we can't he wait looks, to see looks him. looks like a new guy. Now we uh, know why you're so skinny, bro. Well, maybe, you... maybe something had to do with the fact that he was also not feeling well. I mean, granted, everything that we've heard is that he had no idea that he had it. Mm-hmm. It's asymptomatic. 
which is not great for anyone who was hanging out with him in these last week mm-hmm. or two. But this is not we're, – we're just going to have to get used to this. As these players return to their facilities, there's going to be a significant number of them that come up positive for coronavirus. I mean, the thing about it is that I'm that I'm most worried about is not necessarily – Oh, what does that mean for Jokic? What does that mean for Brogdon? Like, can they still play? Of course, they can still play because all things considered, this this sickness should be out of them in a, in a you know a matter of two to three weeks, and they should be back on their feet, ready to go, as long as everything goes normally with them. They're both planning to return to their teams. Yeah, the 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 real thing uh, for this is going to be about we need to make sure that these tests are as accurate as possible, right? So right now, throughout the you know the world, there's a bunch of tests, especially in the United States that are available for players to take, for anybody to take. But the false positive rate on these tests is high. And what I mean by that is like, if you take that test and it comes back positive, there's a significant chance that that's a a false reading. So you may actually have tested positive. One of these guys could have tested positive when in fact they don't have it. Um, And the other thing is true as well about the false negative. So we really, at this point, this is when all the players should be taking the deep nasal swab, the very first one, because it's the most, it's the most accurate. So get it done once right now. And, and then we'll hopefully, because it's the most accurate, we'll have an idea of who actually needs to be quarantined and the next steps for that. So that we're not actively bringing someone with COVID to Orlando and then having it spread from there. As far as Orlando goes and Florida goes, I, I totally get. You know, everyone should be a little bit hesitant about going into that state right now with all the cases that they've had popping up in the last week. But shocking. It, but it isn't. I, I I really do think like this Disney thing. It's not like they're going to be out in general population. They're not going to be, you know, on the streets of Orlando. Yeah, but what about the servers that are there? The servers are really, or the people, the attendants are really concerned. Of and course, they could be bringing something in as well. That's the biggest question. Right. Is like now because of this. It's more likely that the people that are, you know, the Disney crew and and hotel staff and all of that that you just mentioned, that is the unfortunate part about these cases being so much higher in Florida for the NBA, because that's the, that, that one's really the hardest to to control and police. I mean, you have all you know hundreds of probably thousands of workers uh, that are just living in Orlando that have to go back and forth to their home and to the grocery store. They're and not the living in a gas bubble. station, right? They're right. not living in the hotel. They're not living in the resort. That that right there obviously causes an issue, but we've seen recently that the NBA is trying to come up with all the different possible ways for them to mitigate this risk for these players, and that started with that ring thing, the, again, the aura ring. Again, every the, the NBA has is trying to take every single precaution, right. right? Literally, they're trying to map out every single thing to not get one person sick once they're entered in the bubble. Right. Because once that happens, it, it could be a wrap for the whole thing. And they don't want to put on this 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 whole thing in Orlando and have one player or two players come down with it. And then the Lakers are out, the Clippers are out, you know, Kawhi's out for two weeks. It can mess up the whole thing. Yeah. And that the the ring took it's called the aura ring, right? Aura, it's spelled a little differently, but it's it's pronounced aura and it's supposed to be pretty cutting edge. I mean this is this is the kind of technology that as an NBA player I would want available mm-hmm. to me. Uh, obviously, each player is going to – it's not mandatory for you to wear it. You can wear it if you want. Each player is going to have to decide whether or not they want that. It is a little intrusive, and the, the fact of the matter is is that it's around your finger at all times, and it's supposed to be able to detect, to help you detect that, hey, your temperature is rising, and you might actually have COVID. It may be just be in the first 24 to 48 hours, and then you actually might you know, really start feeling these symptoms. 
Um, and it also is helpful, obviously, for tracking as well. So like they have some monitoring stuff. So like if you have your ring on and you have COVID, it can trace back the different rings that were around you within the within a square footage. I, I don't think it's, it's it can tell if you have COVID. It's the symptoms too. Like no, no, no. It's your not fever. Your exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not going to go. Hey, you, you have, you have you're positive for COVID. <laughs> right. But it's going to go. Hey, your temperature is you know 100 degrees right, right. now. And while you might not be feeling that because it's only a minor change, it's not a crazy fever. Uh, this is a symptom, obviously, the first thing that we need a, to look we at. We should take a look at it. Right. And and it's preventative. And, and like I said, it's not mandatory. But as an NBA player, that's what you want to see. You, wanna, you, want, you want all the options available to you that are possible there. And so, obviously, that ring will only work on an NBA level if everyone wears it. But even if it's... Uh, 50% of the league, it, it's a, it's a, I think it's a really good option for these guys to have that on and then and then those be able to monitor cost? it. And everybody always says, yeah. well, why don't the people, why do the NBA players get it first? How come we've never heard of this? Because uh, it costs money. It costs a lot of money, yo. It costs a lot of money. It costs a lot of money. I'll tell you what, if, if it was given, if I was offered to have that right now, I would be wearing it. Same. I would. I would just have it on, like, because, you know, that's that's the whole mystery behind this. Now, now that we know that the majority of people that are in good health aren't really going to be affected by having COVID other than the immediacy of, of going through that, you know, two week phase. Um, you know, it's just like you have a cold and then you're good. It really is about the fact that you don't know who has it. And so this is, I mean, this could be a great way to minimize spreading of the COVID while, while they're in Orlando in these bubbles. My mom, who, again, I've mentioned many times who works in the hospital, who's there, who, you know, is, is tuned in, is tapped into like, the, the whole thing. And she had said that, you know, the new wave is not older people. It's 25 to 40 right now. So this can happen to young folks. And just, you know, the reason why they have this spike again, we're not doctors. So, you know, it's just because people are being uh, lazy with, with wearing the mask well, and doing all And that. all the numbers have given in, like encouragement to that population, right? Like all of the bad numbers about people dying have mostly been in mm -hmm. their their older age. So it's it's like all the news goes, you know, if you're in your 20s, 30s, you're probably fine on this. Really, like that's just kind of the truth. And so what that does is to everyone in their 20s and 30s, it goes, oh, cool. Cool. It's like, good. shit, the bar's back open. Mm -hmm. Like, let's hit it. Like, I'm chilling. Like, and so, of course, that's why there's a number of cases being reported more and more during that these last two weeks is because everything started to open back up again. And everyone was like, well, shit, if I get it, I'm fine. Like, if I'm 25 years old and I get this, most likely I'm down for a week, maybe yeah. two weeks, but then I'm good to go. And so that's the, I think that's the unfortunate problem that all these young people, of course, I, you know, I did, I ate at a restaurant yesterday. I went, but we ate outside and mm -hmm. uh, we had some tacos. It was delicious, but I, we, we, we ate at the table outside. I didn't want to go inside, wore my mask inside. And you know, that was really nice to have somebody serve me some food and a, and a beer and all that good stuff. But I didn't want to eat inside specifically because that's like, that's what every, everyone's talking about. It's like, so We've also seen, Drew, that, I mean, just because you're an elite athlete doesn't mean you can't catch it. Of course. It's like a lot. Everyone it, can get this. Right. And, and it uh, it came out yesterday that supposedly there's six players in the Western Conference that, that have that have COVID. These right numbers now. are going to grow. They're going to grow. And the whole point is that before July 30th that or July 15th, when they get people to uh, Orlando, uh, the, the Raptors are already there. The Raptors are already there, which is wild. I, I still don't understand why 
they got to come early. I don't know. Um, it, there, there was problems getting in and out of Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of the, as we know, a lot of the Raptors are not Canadian. Mm-hmm. They're American citizens. And so the non-essential travel back and forth across the border is not allowed oh. right now. And so the idea behind that was like, well, let's just get everybody into the States. Mm-hmm. So everyone that lives in Canada and Toronto, everyone just can fly into Orlando and we can just be here now because they're not going to be able to get everyone back into Canada. It's a long time in Orlando for these guys, man. Right. Super long time. Um, so a few players have have made the uh, chosen made their choice to not go to Orlando. I want to start with Bertrands really fast. Yep. Again, this is Washington. Yep. This is a team that's obviously probably not going to be c- competing for a championship. He's going to be a free agent next free year. Free agent. He had his best numbers ever last year, 15-4. I think he was shooting over 40% from the three. He was lights out from three he this year. He was great on my fantasy team. Yeah, never panned out, even though our boy Sean Bishop still claims that he won that this season. No, 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 no. No, it doesn't, doesn't work like doesn't that, Doesn't work Sean. like that. We'll just pick it back up where we left it last year. But so Evan Fournier comes at him sideways on Twitter and was like, see, this is what's wrong with, with, uh, with NBA players. You don't want to ride with your team. You don't want to go with your team. Guess what? It's an option. It's a, he is a free agent. This is his one chance to probably make the most amount of money. <clears throat> Adam Silver in the NBA said, this is your choice. If you don't want to go, it's your choice not to go. I'm fully behind Bertrand's choosing not to go. He has two ACL injuries in his, in his career already. Mm-hmm. He's pretty young, but he has bad knees. Mm-hmm. And again, as we know, you know, one of the biggest risks outside of the COVID thing here is injury for these players. So I'm not going to be surprised if more guys that are due for an extension or a free agency uh, period this upcoming season take this route to go, you know, especially especially if there's health questions with somebody like Bertrands who's on a team that's probably not going to make it into the playoffs anyway. It just doesn't it makes sense for him to just go, you know, I'm chilling. I'm not going to I'm not going to go there. He, and again, like there's not too many six ten swings, bro, that can do it. He does, and he was just great this year. So I'm I'm all for it. And the Trevor Ariza thing was a little different. I don't know the full story, but something that had to go with a custody battle with his wife or former wife or girlfriend. I'm not too sure. Baby so, mama, baby mama. I'm not gonna get into specifics on it, but he'd rather spend the month with his son, which is again. This is this is so I know I know a little bit about this, Tell me. and from what I heard, it's a little scandalous mm-hmm. on on the baby mama's uh, behalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor's supposed to get a month with his, and the and the kid's like one. It's it's a baby still, it's, so it, it's not super old. Uh, the child is I think maybe twelve months, maybe thirteen months old, and the baby mama goes, "Well, I'm going to give you this month. Like I'm going to give you the month of I think either July or August." Mm-hmm. And Trevor goes, "All right, well, that's kind of shitty because kind of need to be, you know, in Orlando." But he chose. I think obviously, especially if, if he's in a custody battle, he chose wisely there. Obvi- and again, Bertrand's and and Ariza's reasoning for going is completely different and very personal to them. And that's what we were hoping for is that, you know, each guy takes a look at this situation, what it means for them in the, in the bigger picture, not just what it means for right now uh, and makes the wise decision. And of course, you know, I'm not a father, but I gotta, I gotta, I have to at least admit that I, I think very strongly about staying home it's family first. Yeah. And his, in, in that kind of circumstance where he's hoping to get more custody of the child or whatever the case may be, like I get it. I totally Portland's in twelfth. Like again, yeah. or they're in tenth. They're not. They're not necessarily going to make you know a huge he's jump. He's going to be missed though. I it, mean, he's a big. Unfortunately for for Portland, it is going to be a big miss because they don't really have too many small forwards. I mean, we have Melo there, but he's really been playing more as a power forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Nasir Little is just going to step into that role. Hopefully, he's a young guy and he could be quite good for them. But yeah, uh, Ariza is going to be missed for for Portland as 
Definitely. So the the biggest name out of all this is last night it broke that uh, first of all, today, June 24th, is the final day to make your decision to tell the NBA if you will not be participating and moving forward with your Yeah, so uh, your, before the day team. is up, we're going to expect it, quite a few more. Quite a few. And there has to be free agent signings. But the biggest one last night was obviously Avery Bradley. He may not have the the biggest name, like box office name, but he is an integral part to the Lakers. Um, very, very important to their championship run. And he chose not – and he's been – he was outspoken. He was in on the Kyrie call as, as well. We've been talking about him for two weeks, and he chose to stay home with his family because he has a child, his son Liam, who's six, who has respiratory issues. He didn't feel that he would be able to join the bubble. He didn't want to be in Orlando for three months. And again, family first. He'd rather yep. be home with his family. And again, great call. You should be able to do that. He He's letting the NBA know in you know with enough time for them to pick yep. up somebody which is looking like J.R. Smith which we'll talk about uh in a moment I want to go first just talking about how important Avery Bradley is you know Avery Bradley is a two-way player he's a smart player he's not going to give you 30 points a night but you know he gave the Clippers 24 in their final game if I remember correctly he's he was a, playing his best basketball in a while and he he was a former Clipper and a Laker I've always loved Avery Bradley he brings it every single night he's a perfect LeBron guy as far as you know what you're going to get for him yeah he's a perfect LeBron guy mm -hmm. because he's our two guard yeah. and LeBron's been playing point for us mm -hmm. so he's the perfect two guard because he can guard the the opposition's point guard or he can guard the opposition's two guard and he is one one of our definitely one of our best defenders I, I would say our best perimeter defender for sure we still have rondo i think kcp is actually a pretty good on ball defender uh perimeter defender as well um he's definitely going to be missed again i you know from a lakers fan standpoint i totally get the reasoning behind it Same. i i wish i wish it wasn't that complicated of a decision for him i wish he was able to play because i i want him on the team he makes our team better very much um, and like I said, he was playing probably his best basketball in the last eight seasons that, you know, coming down the stretch into March, uh, for the Lakers. So, uh, I'm, I am on board with his decision. I, I, I hope that everything goes well with his family and his kid. Same. Um, and you know, he did a lot for us to, to be where we are at this stage and, and for, for us to have a number one overall to see, he was a very, very big component of that. So hats off to him making the decision. Um, and I'm hoping that. We're going to be able to, to figure out a way to move forward without him. He's going to be missed. And it's, I mean, the talk is obviously J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith uh, has been on the Lakers' radar and a few teams' radar for a while now. Um, if he's the best fit, I don't know. He's played with LeBron before. You know, you kind of know what, what you're going to get with J.R. Um, you, got a, you got a streaky shooter, uh, athleticism. I don't defensively. He's not going to bring you what Avery brings whatsoever. But I think he, you can pop him into the system. Now, he, I don't think he's played an NBA game in a year. Hasn't right? he? Hasn't over, played. But he's been playing his pickup, and we've been seeing that he works out. Like he's been working out. But like we, like we all know, it's not the same. He's going to need to, if he is the one chosen, which it looks like he will be the guy chosen. He's going to need to use these next thirty-six days to really get in shape and get with the program. Yep. How do you, as a Laker fan, are you cool? Because again, then you gotta have Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith on your squad. No, no, that's the thing. So I, I don't want to just have it be a shoe in for J.R. Smith. The Lakers need to look at all available options here. It shouldn't just be like, oh, well, now it's J.R. Okay, mm -hmm. fine. He can, he's definitely should be on the list of guys that we're looking at. I've actually come up with some some names that I think I would like before Jr. Mm -hmm. to 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 get some exploration. Uh, before we commit, I know. Granted, all of this happens has to happen really fast today. It uh, no, it doesn't have to happen today. 
But the the league, I think the Lakers have six more days to make this decision. But why it has to happen fast is that every team's going to be going for these available free agents as more and more players are saying they're not going to go. So the Lakers do need to make a quick decision. But here's actually kind of what I think is going to happen because whoever we sign, you know, if it's Jr., if it's somebody else that I'm list that I'm going to name here, that person doesn't need to take Avery Bradley's role. Really, what happens here is Contavious Caldwell Pope KCP. Is, is going to step into Avery Bradley's role. That's just the truth. Avery Bradley leaves, KCP steps into the starting lineup, and virtually is is a, maybe a little bit weaker version of Avery Bradley in that starting lineup. He can still shoot threes. He's actually shooting above 40% from three this year, KCP is. He is a underrated on-ball defender at 6'5". He's not the same defender as Avery Bradley, but he can really put in some work on that defensive end for us that we need. Um, and honestly, you're going to get more, and I'm, I'm very excited about this. We're going to get more Hair Jordan. We're going to get more, we're going to get more of those two players. And those two players are going to be vital if we're actually going to make a run here. Those two guys are going to have to step up and step up big for us, uh, throughout this next two, three months. I want to hear your players. So my, need shooting. So, so Avery Bradley, while he was a decent, uh, shooter he's not again he we're really only losing what like 10 points a game so it's not like we need a knockdown shooter it's not like we need uh somebody to, to come in and score 20 points my list goes like this and i have at number one iman shumpert i would like to get iman shumpert he's younger than jr uh i would say he's a much better defender than jr smith he can play that that two or that three position for us uh and really that's i think the the, the biggest thing that we're going to miss from avery is the defense so for that reason i want iman shumpert uh over J.R. Smith. been the same since that injury, though. That's fine. Right. That's fine. J.R. Smith hasn't played, you know, in over a year. I don't know what his the same looks like either. Um, and again, these guys that I'm talking about are just going to be there in case we need them. Uh, and and really, we're looking at maybe 10 minutes a game for these guys, max. Maybe on some uh, different matchups, some more minutes there. But number two, Alan Crabb. Alan Crabb is a young guy uh, who unfortunately or fortunately got a massive deal from Brooklyn, never lived up to the numbers that he was earning on the court, was released this year in February by uh, Minnesota as a free agent. That's a guy that can come in and still, you know, if, if he just works his ass off and is seeing this as an opportunity for him to join another team here instead of kind of fizzle out of the league, I think he can take advantage of that. So Alan Crabb. Number three is a guy that was on the Lakers really recently, Lance Stevenson. I honestly think I want Lance more than I want J.R. Smith. That's a horrible pick. Lance was actually playing basketball this year in China. Yes. More than J.R. Smith. Yes. He already knows the system. Mm -hmm. And um, I I, I do, again, I think he's an underrated defender. Granted, he he does have some problems when it it comes to taking the game seriously, I guess. But he's a guy that's clearly trying to get his way back into the NBA. This could be a good spot for him. They love him over there, though. In China? Oh, yeah. Of course they love they him in love China. love him. And I'm not saying that he needs to leave China, but I know that his goal isn't to stay in China for 10 years. His goal is to come back to the NBA. So this could be a good chance for him. Um, Isaiah Thomas is a guy that the Lakers should look at. Obviously, if if he just can't move, if his hip is, is to the point where he's just – he says he's ready. Where he's no longer quick, mm. then, okay, that's a different thing. But I want him to take a look. And then, of course, Jamal Crawford. What about well. Swaggy P? You don't have Swaggy P on I your list? I don't have Swaggy P. Uh, <clears throat> he'll probably make the you know make the list. I think somebody will pick him up. Uh, but he's got to prove that they're, this is the thing. Like Swaggy P and JR, more than everybody else, has to prove that they're in shape and that they're focused. More than everybody else on this list, and maybe Lance Stevenson probably also has to figure, like, let them know that as well. But they're just uh, there's some baggage that comes with JR and some baggage that comes with Swaggy. 
uh, <laughs> that you know you're going to have to overcome that. I like what you said about Lance, though. Thinking about it, the fact that he has been playing and getting his reps up, I like that. He looked great in China. I mean, again, it's China. It's China, so it's you know he's probably the best player in the league. And everybody, again, I love Jamal Crawford. I am. He's, he's forty years old. Okay, and we have not seen him play a game in over way over a year. Right. If I'm, you know, it's like the year and a quarter or something right. like that. We yeah. Have, and yeah, it'd be great. Like the thought of Jamal Crawford would be great, but defensively that's a liability as well. Um, especially at 40, he can get you your buckets. All those guys that we, that you just mentioned can get buckets. Yep. Every one of them. I, I like Iman defensively. Like you said, I like the, didn't he play with Braun? Did they play together? Cavs. No. Yeah. They yeah. Did yeah. Play. They did play together. Um, I just think that, the way everybody's talking, it just seems like Jr. is going to be the guy, and I think you should be okay with Jr. being the guy too. Everyone is talking except for the GM of the Lakers, right. and so everyone's just making these assumptions. And so when we say everyone's talking, well, Palinka hasn't been like, "Yep, Jr. is our guy." I heard a word from Palinka. LeBron hasn't been like, you know, little eye emojis on a Jr. picture, or he hasn't, you know, it, it. There has been no inside talk about this, which is why I'm hoping. The Lakers just don't go, okay, fine, JR, it's, you know, I know you've been standing outside the gym for the last 10 days. Come on and, and we'll suit you up and, and bring you down to Orlando. I do think they need to take this time to look at the best possible option, the best fit. And again, for all the Lakers fans out there, while Avery Bradley will be sorely missed, the individual that we that we end up signing to replace him is not going to be the one that we have to just immediately put in the starting no, lineup. You're right. It's it it's a it's about He's not going to get forty minutes. It's, tonight. it's about filling out the roster, and all of our hopes now rely on uh, as as unfortunate as this may sound, a guy that I was very unhappy was still on our roster, Contavious Caldwell Pope. <laughs> You know, every NBA team going into Orlando, they get 15 players. You get two two-way players. So if you got anybody that's been popping off in the G League and yep. whatnot, you can bring them up. Yep. Give them some burn. See what's going on. I don't know necessarily know who you have in the G League right now that could, could contribute. But again, when you nothing, go, nothing better than those guys that I just listed that are available facts. free agents. And and we're talking playoff basketball. You know, this is where I think it'll be a benefit for Hair Jordan for Alex Caruso yeah. because. There is a lot of pressure in the playoffs, but playing in front of no fans and whatnot, maybe it'd be a lot easier for him. And he doesn't have a problem with the yeah, fans. But he feeds, no, he feeds off fans though. Right, like that's my point. It, it almost helps. It almost helps him when he's playing at home. I think when the crowd just goes fucking wild, oh, it definitely helps. Him. I, my point is, is like I think I think having a crowd, having no crowd, is going to be a hindrance for him. Now, my main question is this: is with Avery making that call to not right. go. Um, the other guy on the Lakers that has been outspoken or from what we know is Dwight Howard. Right. So is Dwight Howard really going to, you know, put his foot down and I've, say, I've prepped for this because oh, you did. I you did. Knew I was going to bring I, this. I, well, he's the obvious other person thus far on the Lakers that has made his opinions known that he's been questioning whether or not he wants to go to Orlando. Now for him, it's a, it's a pretty simple flight from Atlanta to, to Orlando. It's not a far, he could drive it if he wants to. I guess the whole idea is that he's supposed to report back to LA. So he's got to fly to L.A., report to the Lakers facility, stay there for you know a couple weeks and get the practices in. And then from there, as a team, they go to Orlando. So he may not want to do that. And and it could, again, his decisions ha hasn't been made yet as far as we know. Uh, the, the deadline is today. So I, I'm crossing my fingers that he comes because, again, he's a valuable member of this team. But on the off chance that he's not, I had some replacement Let's options. Let's go, Drew. Give so the first one, of course, was DeMarcus Cousins. That is, it's out the window. seems like it's out the window unless somebody can negotiate. I mean, if LeBron comes to him and goes, yo... Let's make this shit happen. Dwight's out. We need you. I'm still going to reserve. I'm, I'm, I'm going to still hold off my reservations. Maybe I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that that could happen. The second, um, honestly, was 
Anthony Tolliver, who was available, but Memphis just locked him down yesterday. Uh, he's a he's a big man that can can play the the power forward with Anthony Davis at the center um, and can put in some valuable minutes. He's not a bad shooter, but he's not even an option anymore. He's on Memphis, so now it gets pretty thin. The, the big man <laughs> well, option. Who else you got? Now I don't know about this guy's health, but Pau Gasol is a name. Did that you see Marcus all by the way? Marcus is, is you, he's on the Jokic diet. For real. Did he go to Serbia too? Jesus. Marcus all is he looks yeah, he looks like uh he's been starving himself wow. for for the entire time okay. that we've been in quarantine. Hold up. I like the pow call. Yeah. If you need 10 minutes a game. Yeah. I like that And it's all call. about his foot, right? So right. his his feet have been the problem in the last couple of years and I don't, you know, as with big men, there's not really much hope for recovery Didn't on that. Did you say end. this was it too though? I so his he's been trying to angle back to a Laker like Ooh. 10 day or something like that to to retire as a Laker. Okay. I I think given the fact that DeMarcus is probably not coming and Anthony Tolliver is not going to be available, Powell could be a serviceable guy that we bring in and like you're saying Ten minutes. Ten <laughs> just, minutes. Just foul. get get out there, run, rebound, make, rebound, make your fouls. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no easy buckets, kind mm-hmm. of pal. Like put on, put on the backpack. Let's go to work okay. and, and suck it up while your foot hurts. I kind of like that. Uh, the other option that I that I don't really necessarily want these next three options. Again, bottom of the barrel you here. Got a lot here. Jordan Bell is a guy that a, who can who can do exactly what Dwight's Where's doing. Where's he at? He's a free agent. Mm-hmm. So he was on Memphis, I think, last, and then they released him. Um, and so he's, he's wide open. He can, he can do what Dwight does. He's a little bit shorter, but as we know, Dwight's not seven feet anyway. So we, all these, all these measurements that Dwight was a seven foot, like 260 is not necessarily the case. He's athletic. He can play that spot. Uh, and then it's like Nene or Ryan Anderson. Oh no, not Ryan. Get Ryan, cross Ryan off the list, bro. Now. So listen to this though. Ryan Anderson, if, if he can do one thing, shoot threes, he can spread the floor and the Lakers need that. I mean, with LeBron constantly attacking the rim, AD in the post, it, he could literally just catch and shoot wide open threes in the corner on the opposite wing. And we know he can do that. So, Again, if You're all zero defense, if, though, yeah, and that's what it. I mean, I don't think Powell is necessarily up to play a I lot of defense. Have Powell. He's seven feet tall, yeah, so that helps. Yeah, but that you know, that's what I'm saying. Scraping the bottom <laughs> of the that barrel is the here. bottom right so there. So really, it's Powell, <laughs> Jordan Bell, uh-huh. Ryan Anderson, and Nene are possibilities for replacements that I think the Lakers could use. You've always been high on Nene, even on his decline. You've always really liked, and he, I like him too. I'm not. He's saying, a body. I know he's a body. I I I like that call. There was another one that I just thought. Where's Kenneth Fareed at? <laughs> That's another guy you love. That's my guy. <laughs> you love Where Fareed, Where is bro. Kenneth Fareed? What, what team is Let he on? Let me see if I can. I'm going I'm I'm to look this man, up. Something about Nene and Fareed. You just, you've always been on their train. Kenneth Fareed <laughs> is a monster. <laughs> was a monster. Was a was, monster. Was a monster. He's only 30 years old. Right. Uh, really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, dude. he's only 30. Let me see where he's at here. Damn. Um, okay, so he signed... He's he's back with the Rockets, so he's on the Rockets. So he's not available. I would I fucking take him in a heartbeat. Um, but the Rockets already signed uh, another player that I had to mention, David Nwaba. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't mention him because he's he's already been taken. But again, the thing that the Lakers have to do while they're while they're making this decision is kind of move as quick as possible while while picking the best player you know who for would them. Be perfect for you guys right now, but we got who would be Joakim Noah. Yeah, would be that would well, be Well, again, we don't we don't Dwight's still in for, for now. So facts. we don't need that unless he actually pulls the cord 
and then we're looking around like, fuck, all right, like we got to bring somebody. You're in. losing a lot of defense if if, you, if Bradley and Howard are. Yeah, he was he was averaging a shit ton of blocks mm-hmm. a game for us this year. Big rebound numbers. He was playing his best basketball as well. So I mean, that's that's the really unfortunate part for Avery and for Dwight not being a part of the team. If that ends up happening, is those guys were like having resurgent seasons and would would have meant the world for us <laughs> to have them available. It was interesting. They on first take the other day, which I don't watch anymore. Like just, sure. I, I haven't been watching, but I, I popped it on in the morning while I was doing whatever my chores. And, um, it was Jay Williams and Stephen a and max talking. And they were coming up. Stephen a was coming up with this crazy idea about, you know, if since Florida's blowing up, maybe move it to, to New York and do it in New York. And Jason Williams was adamant about, no, if anything, it would be Vegas. If anything, there was a backup plan. And then during that conversation, Stephen A. had a, a, a an NBA GM text him and say, there is no plan B. Like, yeah. there is no backup, right? Which is a little weird considering, you know, we've covered – it seems like we've covered all angles. But it's kind of like you got to be all in or all out. You can't hold a city hostage like Las Vegas or New York, you know, planning for the backup plan. Yeah. So – I found that I'm surprised that there wasn't a contingency plan. Facts. That, uh, at least a, at least a, a lo- one location they go, okay, yo, if if Orlando has an earthquake mm-hmm. and everything just collapses, we have to have a backup plan. St- and they didn't they just didn't do Our that. Our boy Stan is like, why don't they go to North Dakota or why or South Dakota? Absolutely. And just and and play there and I'm like they probably don't have the amenities or, you know, the they, they have college arenas that they They got a play bunch in. of college arenas right? in, in and high school gyms. It, the, you know, that <laughs> I think the important part about the fact that they don't have a plan B is that this is moving forward. There is there because they don't have a plan B, they're going to do this and if, you know, whatever happens, hopefully everything goes as smoothly as we want. We don't we don't expect that to be the case. We know, you know, at some point this is going to affect an important team and everyone all the fans of their team should just be hoping and praying that it doesn't happen to them. I I honestly can't envision this is so weird, okay? I've been trying to envision what this whole thing is going to look like, this whole, the whole project. And I like, I can't even put it together. I have no idea what it's going to look like, what it's going to sound like, who's going to, none of us are. This is going to be weird for everybody. How fast is the first player going to catch COVID? You know, basketball, you know, with hockey and football and, and baseball, you kind of have your separation and pads and masks and helmets and stuff. This is like the sport where you're actually, besides boxing, like, touching and sweating on and breathing on and 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 uh, it's so different you know and so yeah what's the protocol going to be when that first player catches it what does that mean for the whole freaking team well that that's that's what they have in place i mean in that hundred and what it was like 118 page uh document breaking down exactly what the player is agreeing to they they stipulated that if one player has it they will be quarantined and it's at minimum 10 to 14 days and you need two negative tests and it's at minimum 10 to 14 days. Mm-hmm. So you have to have that time alone. And then, and of course they're going to, tr- from there, they're going to try and retrace the contact with, with those players. Now that part is going to be really difficult because if, you know, one player on a team has it and they go to practice that day, that means everybody in there needs to take tests. But again, the idea behind this is that they're constantly going to be monitoring these guys so that if someone does have a weird spike in temperature or they're not feeling well, it should be noticed immediately and they should be pulled and tested again, uh, you know, whatever, you know, more, more, in, more intensely. You and I have both been really into the show on Hulu called Alone, right? <laughs> yeah. Which we, I got you on it. Yeah. And we burning are burning like, through that. It is a ama- It's an amazing, amazing show. And this just popped in my head. Yeah. But it's kind of like the same thing. 
you're quarantined, you are by yourself. Uh, mind you, the amenities and all the great things that you get to have. But once a week, somebody comes out to take your temperatures and make sure you're not going to die and whatnot. On but the show, yeah. On the show, they do because they can't just leave you in Antarctica with no, yeah, with no, with no, you know, health provisions and no and food. Yeah, and no food. <laughs> these people are literally losing sixty pounds, eighty pounds, and they're surviving. But it kind of reminds me of that, like. If you want to win this thing, you have to do take all the necessary precautions as a team. You got to I hope the Clippers come together as a full organization and be like, "Look, we're in this for 3 months. Our plan is to be here October 10th when we play the NBA finals right. and we have to as a group, we need to hold everybody accountable. Yeah. Check everybody. If you're playing cards and Patrick Beverly ain't wearing his mask, put on your fucking mask, bro, cuz that's these are the rules. This is how we got to play. So the players are expected to wear masks pretty much the entire time that they're in uh public i mean outside of their room so outside of their room it's mandated that all players will be wearing masks when they're traveling to and from and of course like when they're working out they're not going to have to wear masks because that's just not feasible you can't be playing basketball and have a mask on your face and you're not going to be by yourself you can't players cannot you can't have anybody else in your room no player no Outside players that that aren't that don't stay in your room are allowed in your room. There is going to be a common area where you guys can go and play right. cards as long as your masks are on. You could probably, uh, like we said, video games. But you know they they throw the, they have to throw the cards away when they're done playing them. And and the NBA said there's going to be plenty of playing plenty cards. of playing cards. They're definitely they should dominoes, auction them off. They right? should auction they off should. those playing cards. I mean, granted, you know, sanitize them right. and be like, you know, the NBA players in Orlando <laughs> use these cards. Hey, how much somebody would buy that? You know how much money Mike would win in quarantine? Oh my in Orlando? god, just cleaning just, up. Like, if <laughs> I, honestly, if it was 1998, I think the Bulls would be worried that Mike just wouldn't sleep and just we'd be like, literally just he Take wouldn't it. go to his room. Mike would just be out there in the common area saying, "Who's next? Who's next? Take my money. Let's just collect money. Who's next? I got ten racks on this. Like, Let's yo, go. Like people putting not up their, sleeping their playoff checks, being like, Mike, I'll give you my so." Give I, 200k okay realistically i think you know with the the increase in cases that we've seen in florida really what this is going to mean is that it's going to get a little grimy in these hotel players rooms as a as a as a person who i'm trying to put myself in their shoes i don't want somebody in my hotel room that i don't know uh every day or every other day maybe once a week you get in there and you know change out the sheets and some new towels and you sanitize. I think but they said once a week that'll happen. I, yeah. If any more than that, mm -hmm. like I don't want, it. I don't want somebody in my room. And it's obvious that, you know, again, if one maid cleans 20 rooms in a day and she has it or he has it, then you're pretty much fucked. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's 20 people that most likely can get it from that. So it's going to be tight. And I, and I do think, I think from this, we're going to see guys like, like the show that we just talked about alone, mm -hmm. That first week, two weeks, that's not bad. It's Got actually kind of nice out here. And then, you know, you're talking day 40, day 42, and it's like, whoa. I miss my family. Yeah. We're, we're seeing on that show, and we don't mean – it has nothing to do with the NBA, but we're starting to see that, like, a lot of these survivors, these guys that are just crushing it – like, I crushed it in quarantine. I killed it. But a lot of these people – the little things like I just miss my family. Like I don't even want the. I want a pizza. I, I can't believe how many times in the course of that show that guys were like fifty days in. God, I just want a pepperoni pizza. Right I don't now. want to eat this quail yeah, right I'm, now. Yeah, I'm done eating the mouse that I that <laughs> I hair. stepped on <laughs> in my cabin. <laughs> Fuck that. Anyway, at least they're gonna. I mean, so I, I I think the the one thing for sure that that will be helpful, those players that make it to that level where you can bring the family, that will be a huge rejuvenation mm -hmm. for them. So at least, you know, 
everyone will be able to see their family at that time. Either you're out of Orlando and your and your team is eliminated and you're going home, which will be quick for a lot of people, right? Or you're still there and you can bring your your family. We're not to sure you. when, the, like, how many. It's teams supposed. Are- JJ Redick on his podcast said it's supposed to be the conference semifinals, so it's down to four teams. Four teams. Now we heard after the first round that they would be open to that. So obviously I, I don't know what, what is actually correct. JJ assumes that it's it's going to be the Eastern and Western Conference semifinals uh, that will, you know, the, they'll let the, the, the families join. So at the, at the, at the longest for like for Washington, right? The worst case scenario, because we don't see them obviously going to the playoffs. No. So they're going to play their eight games and probably dip. Yep. Right? So they're good. And they're going to play these eight games. Three really weeks. Fat, right. Yeah. Two, so, three weeks. So at the max. Yeah. So again, like back to Bertrand's, like why risk injury for two weeks of playing or catching COVID? It's or, not like they're in the two seed. Right. Right. I totally agree with you on that. And again, we still just, today's going to be a big day. I think today's going to be a big day. We're going to see who who is going to, you know, make that decision to go or to stay. And, you know, it'd be nice to, to see some of these free agents that have been trying to get on a squad right. to, um, you know, show what they're capable to of. To give you a quick update Hopefully on... Ryan Anderson gets on a team. Yeah, <laughs> to give you a quick update of the guys that have recently been signed, we, we mentioned one already. Joakim Noah has been officially re- re-signed Boom. to the Clippers for the remainder of the season. Love it. Literally the longest 10-day contract in the history yeah, of 10-day contracts. It actually, day contract. Yeah, it, no, it's, it's almost four months. <laughs> <laughs> um, Corey Brewer has signed with the Kings. Uh, David Nawaba is now with the Rockets. Didn't An- Mo sign somewhere? Anthony Tolliver is with uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, as I mentioned before. Tyler Johnson. Moe's. Moe's. Yes. Tyler Johnson is with the Nets. So they the Nets brought him. It's a nice pickup. And then Tyler Zeller today has been signed by the Spurs um, for obviously replacing LaMarcus Aldridge. They're going to be out quick. Too. They are. I, I have a, I have a feeling that they're going to lose every game. I have a feeling that that they're going to lose every single game. We don't even know if Popovich is going. No, he's just a to Orlando. Hey, Timmy, you take over the squad. Tim, bro. I'm going to let you. This is on you, baby. <laughs> you and Becky. You and Becky can it's your handle time this. to shine, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up on Facetime. Yeah, I'll let you, you know some, how I feel. Give some matchup questions. I'll, I can review the tape from San Antonio. Uh, you know what? I, I the one thing I'm really excited for again is to see the whole dynamic of how this is going to work out. Even the media coverage, how the game's going to go. You know. Uh, what it's going to look like aesthetically. But um, what I'm really excited for is they basically came out and said there will be seven seven games played in a day. Yeah, it's happening. So it's, that is happening. So it, it's it's like at noon, yep. you got tip, and then you're going until 10 all, p.m., baby. All day. <laughs> I, I told that, you know, I'm back at I'm back at quote-unquote work now. I'm working three days a week, two days a week at the restaurant, um, like I've told you guys, um, which is a little weird for me. I didn't want to go back, but it is what it is, and I'm there to help. But I let them know. I'm not going to be working that first week. I want to watch. We have to. I said it's my job. We got to bring. Well, that's. I mean, if you if you break that down mm-hmm. in a week, and they need to play whatever 88 games in in those first two three weeks. That first week, if they're doing seven games a day, in the in that week, that's 49 games love played. It. 49. I love games. it. I, yeah. I'm. So I I don't know what I'm gonna. I'm you're shit. gonna be here. Hopefully, I, I just need to make sure that my girlfriend reminds me to shower. <laughs> Just remind me to shower and eat something. 
Just remind me. I think we should do. Uh, we're going to be knocking out the podcast too. By the way, maybe we'll maybe we'll do some live stuff like watching games together. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, we don't necessarily have to tune in for that uh, that that Spurs Wizards yeah, matchup. No, we'll though. pass on that. So that's the thing. Is like out of those you know seven games a day, there's going to be one or two that I'm like, no. yeah, but I miss Zion. I really want to see. No, Zion. Any, well, of course, Memphis and 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 the Pelicans. I'm watching both. I Even mean, like, John... I want to see. I want to see De'Aaron Fox too a little bit. Like sure. I, I want to watch him a little bit. But yeah, you're right. I, like I said, the Spurs Wizards. If that's a matchup that happens, I I'm gonna go ahead. and We can skip, skip that one. I'll skip that game. I'll look at the recap online. Yeah, we could look check the box N- score. NBA.com. We I can don't check the box score. Do you think we we're gonna need league pass? Do you think? No, we, no, 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 no. This will all be available. Yeah. Right? I, well, so there most of these uh, seeding games are going directly to the uh, local TV contracts that they have with the teams. So mm-hmm. the Clippers will still have their broadcast. Oh, I don't know how they're gonna do the broadcast or whatever. But the Clippers are still going to be on like Fox Sports, mm-hmm. and the Lakers are still going to be on their Time Warner channel, and you know each individual like Atlanta is going to be on their their yeah, channel. But like so NBC and I don't, ESPN are going to have games. Yeah, but my point is to your point, if there's like two or three games happening at the same time or something like that, you might need NBA. TV. We might need NBA TV or League Pass to catch one of those non-local options. We're gonna have to figure that out. I'm gonna have to figure that. Well, out. Well, the NBA should make that very. You know, I mean, it. I they understand that we're, we're it's like a revenue thing that they're trying mm-hmm. to gain some version of the revenue back that they're losing but all of all of the money that is being made from these games has already been negotiated upon this is not additional funding that's right. happening they're trying to uh use these seeding games as ways to fill those contracts that they've already signed they're already getting paid for uh so that will be interesting because if it's like Milwaukee and the Sixers and it's on the local channels and we don't get that channel we may have to tap into League Pass. Somebody, first of all, Ben Simmons looks huge and looks like he's ready Yoked. to rock. Yoked. Looks like he's ready to rock. My boy Momo told me this morning that something happened with Embiid and he's hurt. Did you hear this? No, no. I, okay, I didn't have time to look into it before you came here. Uh-oh. And he could have gotten false information, but we might need to look that up. Um, well, just pretty quick on that stuff. And Shams now. Shams is like, mm. Shams has got, I think Shams has tapped in to the uh, Alexas. In all of the people, like this, the all the Amazon dots that are listening, Shams is in mm-hmm. on all of these now. He has figured out he has a deal with Amazon <laughs> to tap in to these, and he's just listening to conversations that no one knows he's there. I can see that he's like the fucking NSA. I think he's got somebody at the NSA. Anyway, uh, if if we haven't seen that yet, okay, then that would be that would be huge news. If Joel... I don't think my boy Mo would have bullshitted me on that, but sure, we do have a surprise for you guys. We're doing a really dope interview this weekend. On Saturday, we're going to interview legendary coach Lorenzo Romar. Okay, Washington. Guy's coached everybody. Is he at Pepperdine right now? He's at head coach of Pepperdine nice. right now. But he's at Washington for 15 years. Coached some of the best players ever out of Seattle. Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. Uh, Brandon Roy. Yep. Markel Fultz, which we're definitely going to talk about. Was he about. the coach there for that? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. That was like his last year yeah. at, at Washington? Yes, sir. Damn. Got all of them. Wow. So great matchups. Yeah, we're going to pick his brain. That's going to be really interesting. We're going to talk about Seattle hoops, uh, recruiting, what it's like at Washington. It's yeah, just being at UCLA and all that UCLA, stuff. UCLA yeah. playing, you know, assistant coach for Jim Herrick. Yeah. Uh, on that championship run, 92 to 95. It should be really interesting. So we got that coming for you. I got to tell you something, dude. Last night when I came home after the gym, working on some stuff, a boogie with the hoodie <laughs> dropped a brand new album. And I, I kept saying to myself, like, Every single song was hot, dude. I couldn't even pick a song today. It's called DTB for Life. That's the one I'm going with. Get this album, though. A Boogie with the Hoodie, okay? So follow through with Clips and Drew. We're ghosts. 
Caruso. Yeah, thinking about you, I kill shills, my nigga. Shit ain't been the same since they killed my nigga. Folks keep doing time, make it real, my nigga. I just hope you hold it down, just don't squeal, my. Yeah, I'm DTV for life, no, I can't trust my bitches. I can't even trust my girl, cause I'm a fucked up nigga, yeah. And if you say you trust me, girl, you lie. Cause I can't even trust myself, I don't know why you waste time in your feelings, yeah. I'm DTV forever on guard. Trust bitches, I don't even trust my girl I've been trying to fuck her friends and shit And niggas moving wacky and lie I don't even wanna talk to nobody I got a feeling the fans listening She told me I'm not myself no more And I swear I know exactly who I am Girl, just love me for the different shit She told me she don't want me around How could you feel that way, baby? Especially after all this time with you Now it's DTB for life, no, I can't trust my bitches Don't you trust me neither, I'm a fucked up nigga, yeah If you getting money, that's what's up, my nigga But you know I'm smiling I'm smoking blondes like cigarettes Let's be honest, let's be real, my nigga If a nigga play with me, I will get rid of him Montana had the grills and his hell figures, yeah My nigga Quattro and Beastie, I be missing them But thinking about it, I can't shills, my nigga Shit ain't been the same since they killed my nigga Folks keep doing time, make it real, my nigga I just hope you hold it down, just don't squeal, my yeah. When I met you, all these hoes who was lying, all oh, they wanna kick it, but it get messy. Yeah. And you can never die if you're a legend. Yeah. You don't even know how I feel, my nigga. Shit ain't been the same since they killed my nigga. I be tryna tell my bros just chill out. Bro, he be on go, he be on drill time, nigga. I'm DTB for life, no, I can't trust my bitches. Trust my girl after I try fucking my friend And if you say you love me, girl, you lie Cause you don't even love yourself I don't know why you waste time in your feelings, yeah, yeah